Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, week 15 in the National Football League. And I'm in a little bit of a better mood than I was in last week because I was up four units. I needed that badly. Steve, we will talk about last week's results in a little bit. I should tell you, when I say Steve, most of you are loyal every week listeners, but there's always some newbies each week. Steve Fezzik is, you can look this up, the only two-time winner of basically the Super Bowl of professional football betting. Check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports, like I do. I am merely Ross Tucker, played seven years in the NFL for a bunch of teams. So we come out making our picks each and every week from very, very different places, which gives you the dichotomy. Yet when we have a best bet, you know, hmm, there must be something to this. We're presented... By BetDSI.com. You guys know the deal by now. I've said it a million times if you're a loyal listener. We're giving you free $15 upon which you can make a wager. Just go to BetDSI.com and use the code Tucker15. You get a free $15 to bet. Make the bowl games, college bowl games better NBA, NHL, or, of course, our beloved NFL, which is what we talk about here on the Even Money Podcast. Again, BetDSI.com. Make sure you use that code, Tucker15. Speaking of the results from last week, Steve, want to give a tip of the cap like we always do to Todd Bergman for grading us at El Birdman on Twitter For the week, Steve, I was up four units, which I desperately needed after being down four units the week prior. You were even. Even Steven. That makes sense. Even Steven for the week. Uh, In terms of our best bets, we nailed it on the Tennessee-Denver under. We both got two units there. I think I actually piggybacked off of of you on that one. I think... You convinced me enough that I went with you on that one. I think our other best bet, no, you know what? Oh, no, our other best bet was the under, another under, and that was on Patriots-Ravens, but that, that did not work out. 
Um, so you lost two units on that one. I won a unit on that one. The other big winners for me were taking some teams, getting the points. The Bears got me two units against Detroit. The uh, Tennessee Titans got me – oh, no, that was the two units there. The Houston Texans got me two units against the Indianapolis Colts. The other big winner for you, Steve, was two units on the Bucks, which came through in a major way for you. So that was the deal last week, uh, and we start again. So far for the year, you hold steady at 23 units in the black. I get back into double digits, 13 units in the black, after I lost four units last week. So I needed that bounce back week in a major way. Any any thoughts on last week, Steve? Anything jump out at you? You know, my number one thing is I'm kicking myself because it's an NFL podcast. I should have given out an official play on the Army-Navy under. That game always goes under, Ross, because they both just run the option and they know how to defend it. It's a good point. I saw you give that out on Twitter. That's why people should follow you at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Let's dive into the games starting tonight, Brian. All right, Ross, you're up first. Los Angeles at Seattle. The Los Angeles Rams, they're getting 16 points. Total, a low total, 38 and a half. So that, I mean, think about what that means for their team total. Steve, this line, I, I looked at it a couple of days ago. I think it was 13. What's been the movement on this bad boy? Yeah, the feeling is Seattle's a totally different team at home than on the road in December, Seattle is 19-4-1 against the spread. So hard to get to Seattle, fly across the country. And that home field advantage is worth so much. Tough physical team in cold weather. Not enough time to transition from Fisher to Fossil. So that normally fire coach, the team plays harder. But in this case, the betters aren't buying into it because of the short transition. And the pros love Seattle at home. Wow, yeah, 16 points is a lot, but the Rams were so bad on Sunday. Now they fire Fisher. I, I have no idea what to expect from them. The total number is what intrigues me a little bit here. I'm going to put one unit on the over 38.5. I, mean, I think there's a chance that Seattle scores 35 points themselves. So I'll put one unit on the over in this game. And I leaned to Seattle. I actually gave this out minus 13 and a half at 16. Wow. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just lean that way. But I think you got the right idea here, Ross. I think that based upon the poor performance against Green Bay, the six turnovers, Rawls looks like a beast to me. Russell Wilson finally is healthy again. Still got a few O-line concerns. Um, I think Seattle's going to be ready to kick some serious butt. And with Earl Thomas out, the Rams probably get a backdoor score at the very end. But let's make a best bet over 38 and a half. I'll put a unit on it as well. The best bet. By the way, Steve, just a note there. Um, Todd Bergman, who does our grading, astutely pointed out, I think all of your leans last week came through. So if you had bet your leans, you would have killed it, but... They're a lean. They're not a bet. So, but it was interesting. He noticed that that all of your leans were uh, you you were leaning the right way last week. 
I was so wimpy last week because we did the podcast Tuesday, and I like to do, get more injury reports and do more research, and I lean to a whole bunch more games than I normally do. And, yep, uh, well, that's better, better discretion sometimes, the better part of valor. All right, Steve, how about Miami, two-and-a-half-point favorites at the New York Jets, also a low total at 37-and-a-half. Yeah, I'm going to go on the Jets. They uh, came through last week with a spirited effort. You know, this is all about two weeks ago, though, the Monday night football debacle against Indianapolis, the stadium empties, the crowd boos, Coach Bowles reams out his team at the post-game press conference talking about we need people here that want to be here. And what happens, the Jets play the most inspired football I've ever seen in the fourth quarter and get that win. But I really think this is the home run spot for them to bring it. Um, and they owe that to their fans, frankly. So I think we're going to get a great effort from the Jets. And what really I like about it, low 40s, forecasted driving rain. Six teams from the south have gone north the last two weeks in the NFL. Six teams have lost. Six teams have not covered, including Miami two weeks ago. They went to Baltimore and got punked 38-6. to six. You cannot overestimate how important it is for a um, – or how hard it is for a warm-weather team to play in bad weather, cold conditions, and with a quarterback change on top of it. I think Jets win the game. Two units, Jets. Interesting. Um, and, but you don't like the over, Steve. Uh, no, because I'm not sure Miami's – none of these southern teams have been able to score when they head north. I don't think Miami can get enough points. I'm going to go uh, one unit on the over with – uh, one unit on the Jets. I like home teams getting points. I don't really know what to expect from Matt Moore. And I'm going to go two units on the over. The driving rainstorm, you think that's the biggest reason why the total's so low? Absolutely. It's all weather-driven. All right, then you know what? Forget it. I don't know. I, I, I don't try to do the weather. You know, I'm not a weather guy. So I'll just go one unit on the Jets for a, uh, for a best bet, Bri. The best bet. Now, Ross, this is Sunday night football. It's Tampa Bay at Dallas. Obviously, this game was flexed, so uh, this is why it's showing up as our third game this week. Dallas, though, seven-point favorites with a total of 46. Yeah, kind of interesting. I, I guess the, what they're telling you is they still think Dallas is a much better team. The Bucks have been on a roll. This is a chance for them to play on Sunday night football. Their defense has played very well. Um, I like two units on the Bucks getting the seven points and one unit on the under 46. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of points scored in this game. And as a result, I like the under. I'm going to go two units on the under and two units on the Bucks, getting the seven points. I'm putting four units on this bad boy. You know, a lot of weeks where it's like pass, pass, pass. I'm not passing. I'm, I'm all in. You know, the Bucks. You, you nailed it. Their defense is playing very well. Five weeks, they're averaging, giving up 13 points, and that includes good teams that they played uh, – good offenses, including the Saints, where the defense wins the game. So I like your handicap a lot on the under, especially given Dallas's Dak is back to dink and dunk Dak. Uh, 17 points and 7 points against good defenses the past two weeks. Whispers of Tony Romo starting to circulate. Uh, so there's pressure on the kid for the very first time. So we'll see how he responds. I cannot bet Tampa Bay, though, because I do not like to bet against 
good teams, very good teams off of rare losses. And I really, frankly, don't like betting on teams on winning streaks because they get a little bit too confident, read their press clippings. So I'm going to stay off the side. Um, good bounce-back spot for Dallas. But I agree with you. Under. By the way, there's 47s on the screen. So if Todd Berkman wants to grade us under 47, that's certainly available. I'll put a unit on the under. The best bet. All right, Steve. Detroit at the New York Giants. G-Men, four-and-a-half-point favorites. Total, 41. So... I watched Detroit-Chicago the second half after Stafford hurt his finger with the ligament damage. He almost threw, I swear, five interceptions and seven passes in the fourth quarter. It looked like he was completely unable to function, but yet he scrambled for a touchdown to win the game, and I think I give him an A-plus for gutting it out, but I'm not betting on Detroit the rest of the year until, and I don't think it will heal, that finger heals. And because of that, that has me leaning to the Giants, but more significantly, some not-so-good weather in New York. Uh, both defenses, Detroit and the Giants, playing very well. Two units on the under. Yeah, that, that total number is mind-boggling to me. I don't think the Giants are going to score very much because they just don't. They, they, they are offensively futile, uh, offensively challenged. I like one unit on the Lions, and I like two units on the under for all the reasons you mentioned. I think the Lions might win or at least lose by like a field goal. So I like getting those four and a half points and two units on the under as well. I don't see either team scoring very much in this one. The best bet. All right, Ross. Philadelphia at Baltimore. The Ravens six-point favorites and a total of 40 and a half. First one, I think, uh, game number five that I'm going to pass, I think the Ravens win the game by about a touchdown. I guess if I would lean either way, I'd probably lean Baltimore at home in a must-have game. But I thought the Eagles looked a lot better against the Redskins. They just haven't looked that good on the road. Um, So they do get some guys back from injury. We'll see how that affects them. But their offensive line, I mean, they're on their fifth offensive tackle, fifth right tackle. Maybe Alan Barber will be back at tackle. I'm passing this game. I would lean Baltimore, but I don't like giving six points out. Yeah, and Philly's really free-falling after that great 3-0 start. Wow, Ross, it seems like yesterday that they were punking um, the Pittsburgh Steelers going to 3-0 and on the season. Things have changed since then. They had a couple all-in games at home. I know they played very well against the Vikings, and they played pretty decently against Washington. I think that was their last hurrah. Uh, Bounce-back spot for Baltimore, though. It is a short week off of Monday Night Football, but um, I think Philly has locker room problems. I'm going to lean Baltimore, just to lean. All right, Steve, how about Green Bay at Chicago? The Packers, six-point favorites, and a total, again, 40-and-a-half. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be the coldest game of the year, zero degrees, probably minus 10 wind chill in the frozen tundra of Chicago. Um, but it'll feel like Green Bay because Green Bay always travels great to this game. They bundle up and they, they go ahead and drive down Lakeshore Drive and check out the game, take over the stadium, and that's part of the reason why Green Bay's 15-3 and three, straight up in Chicago last 18 years, and they've won their last five games. So that alone has me leaning to Green Bay along with the fact that Aaron Rodgers should be much better in the frigid cold than USC's Matt Barkley, don't want to bet a kid from Newport Beach, playing in sub-freezing temperatures. Um, I like the under, though, with the, the temperature's going to be so cold. 
So lean Green Bay, we're going to go under the 40.5 for a unit, please. And I'm going to be there, and man, oh, man, they do not have heated booths at Soldier Field. It's just, I just, I've been very fortunate with the games I've called this year. This one, I think, is going to make up for all of the awesome games like Army-Navy that I've been at. Um, I'm going to go and put one unit on the under as well. I'm also going to put um, two units on the Bears. The, the Bears have played sneakily very well. They're 3-3 three and three at home this year. They've played much better uh, under Barkley. Six points at home. I don't like Aaron Rodgers' calf muscle, you know, getting loose, getting warm in Chicago. Two units on the Bears, one unit on the under. The best bet. Ross, let's go to Minnesota. Colts at the Vikings. Vikings, four-point favorites, 45-and-a-half. Yeah, this is a, this is a pass for me. Um, I, I guess I would lean Indianapolis getting four points, but I think the Vikings win the game. I think the Vikings win the game between a field goal and a touchdown. I don't think they blow them away. Um, it's indoors, weather not a factor. I, I, I don't have a lot on this game. I'd probably lean the under as well, given the Vikings' defense, but Colts' defense isn't all that good. So passing this game, leaning Indy and leaning under. Yeah, I've got these teams rated pretty close, but I do have Minnesota better. You know, Ross, I got Minnesota with that new stadium, state-of-the-art, so loud, four-point home field advantage. Uh, tied for first in the NFL, so that alone has me leaning Minnesota just because of that huge um, home field edge. Um, I will say this. When I watched Sam Bradford, I was shocked last week to see him going ahead and throwing the ball deep. He was just winging it with multiple long passes. Have not seen that all year. He looked great, frankly. I uh, just couldn't get in the end zone, and that, a lot of that was um, – an inability to run in the red zone uh, for most of the game. But because of that, I'm leaning to Minnesota, and I, too, lean under. But Bradford looked so good last week, I'm going to pass on the total. Steve, the Cleveland Browns are getting 10 points at the Buffalo Bills. The total there, 41. Oh, Bri, just stop. We can't bet either one of these teams. Um, pass. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. At this point... I I was thinking about putting a unit on Cleveland, but I, I don't know. I, 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 I'd hate myself in the morning. One of those kind of deals. I'll pass the game. All right, moving on. Ross, Tennessee at Kansas City. The Chiefs, five-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 42. Right. I, I like Tennessee. I'm, I'm kind of on the Tennessee train right now. Uh, they're playing really good defense. Five-and-a-half points is a, is a decent chunk, and so – I'll put one unit on the Titans in this one. And I know I'm continually um, going back to the well with this theme, but, hey, it, it just keeps working. Tennessee, I know they're not deep south, but all these teams that go to the frigid temperatures, we saw what happened when Oakland went up to Kansas City, and all of a sudden, what's wrong with Oakland? They can't move the ball. They can't catch the ball. It's going to be really cold again in KC, and they're used to it. They just played Oakland in, in, the, in the ice and I think it's going to really impact Tennessee and Mariota. So that has me leaning to Kansas City. And, frankly, Tennessee is ground and pound. And if um, Kansas City is not returning punts for touchdowns, they're pretty challenged on offense. Dink and dunk Alex Smith. 
I'm going to take the under for a unit. Steve, the Jacksonville Jaguars getting six at the Houston Texans, total 39.5. Wow, Jacksonville. Um, the fact that Sam Bradford can go ahead and make uh, your defense look bad, they're regressing on D. Um, Houston with a huge win, but I always worry about a team with a big one like that having a little bit of a letdown, especially as a favorite where I always like to take points. I'm going to pass. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at this one, and I'd probably lean Houston. They've been pretty consistent. Jacksonville's done, but I just don't feel like Houston beats anybody by more than a touchdown. So I don't want to take the chance of giving six points. I will pass this one as well. Ross, the New Orleans Saints will be at Arizona. The Cardinals, two-and-a-half-point favorites, and the total is 50 well, we were on a roll there with, with games I felt good about and we were placing bets on earlier. Now I'm on a roll with games that I just don't – I mean, I think the Cardinals probably win by three points. I, I think that it's a close game. New Orleans stays in it like they typically tend to do, but the Cardinals win late. So this is another game that I'm going to pass. I guess the, the thing that jumped out to me here is 50 points is the highest total of the week. That seems – outlandish to me 50 points so i'm gonna put one unit on the under in this one so i'm all ready to fire on arizona because my initial power ratings have arizona the better team with an advantage but i can't because arizona was floyd their wide receiver um passes out 2 30 in the morning and then I read a report that says that the Arizona team is completely decimated with injuries on special teams and the like, and their season's over. So is New Orleans' season. Um, given that, this might be a fast and loose game. I'm going to pass. All right, Steve. Uh, well, 50 was the highest total of the week until this game. San Francisco at Atlanta. Atlanta's 13.5-point favorites. Our total here is 51.5. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I wish. Let me ask you, Russ. Um, you got an update on on Julio Jones and his status? Well, they said he has a sprained toe, not turf toe. But this game's in Atlanta. There's no way the Falcons lose this game. If they're smart, I can't imagine you would play Julio Jones in this game. I, I just, I just don't see the logic in that. Right on. And I, without Julio Jones and with Sanu, you know, hurt, I just can't back Atlanta. I know they beat the Rams by 100, but the Rams just gave them all those points. And because of that, um, I don't think San Francisco's backable. I'm going to pass. You know, it's interesting, Steve, because I, when I pulled it up, there was no total for this game. Are you seeing that anywhere? 51 and a half at almost every book right now. Interesting. I wonder what the deal was there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think that I'm going to pass the game. I would lean San Francisco to at least put forth a credible performance and not lose by more than two touchdowns. But I think Atlanta probably scores a touchdown late to win by two touchdowns, right around 14 points. So this is a game I'm passing. All right, Ross, the New England Patriots, three-point favorites at the Denver Broncos, total of 44, and I apologize for the construction work in the background. You know, Brian, you say that, and usually I can never hear it. Usually I have no idea what you're talking about. This is the first time where I hear it. Well, I'm going to mute myself right now so you can't hear it. All right, thank you. He is now muted. 
you know what? I got nothing on this game. I think the Patriots win a close one. I think it's going to be a good game. It typically is. The Patriots struggle in Denver. Denver knows they need this one. They're a little bit more desperate than the Patriots, but I still think the Patriots find a way to pull it out. I would lean Denver, though, here at home, getting three points. I would lean them, but I'm going to pass. So I think this line might go up to three and a half, but it's three right now. Um, I'm on Denver for two games. I think Denver's going to win the game. Let me make my case. Historically, there's no city that Tom Brady and company hate more than Denver. I think Brady is two and seven straight up in Denver. Denver in the series is something like 14 and four straight up against the Patriots. And they just struggle in the altitude in Denver last year. Two times, Denver was the underdog. Two times, they won the game outright against the Patriots, won in the playoffs. Um, I know that Simeon has been banged up. Lingering shoulder injury, the foot injury, I think they rushed him back against Tennessee a week early, and he was not effective in the first half. The kid looked very good in the second half. Denver's played three games with Paxton Lynch. He can't play a lick. So all their stats are not as good. That defense that's had a little trouble stopping the run, is still the very best in the NFL statistically. They're giving up 4.6 yards per play, Ross. That's the very best in the NFL, despite Tlaib being hurt, Ware being hurt. They had a lineman hurt. All those guys came back the last three games. They have absolutely kicked butt on defense. But you know what? Their idiot coach managed to lose the Kansas City game with some terrible – he's not an idiot coach, but he just coached a bad game. And they blew the Kansas City game, but you look at the stats the last three games, their defense is back to Super Bowl champ caliber, top notch with all these guys back. Uh, The wrong team's favored. Denver's going to win outright two units. All right, Steve. uh, Oakland, three-point favorites at San Diego. And, Ross, while you're uh, enjoying your nice and frigid Soldier Field experience, I'll be in San Diego. Just want to let you know that. You are such a jerk to even say that, too. Gosh. You know, Ross, if you've got time in your schedule, I think what you need to do is is – have a little less food at the press box and afterwards go out for a revenge meal in Chicago where they have great food and snap a photo of it and ask Bry how his um, San Diego food compares in the gaslight, which area, which is still pretty good, but not as good as Chicago. Um, boy, no Gordon for San Diego. They lost all their playmakers all year long. I am just, I want to bet against Oakland so much because I think they're so overrated. They win all these close games but I got nothing left for San Diego to play with here. I got to pass. Passing as well. I think that the Raiders win a close game by three or so. So this is a pass for me as well for all the reasons you mentioned. All right, Ross. Uh, what was originally Sunday Night Football is now a one o'clock game. It's Pittsburgh at Cincinnati Steelers, three point favorites with a total of forty four. Has this line moved, Steve? Was it was it higher? It was three and a half in some spots. In fact, it still is three and a half in some spots. Threes and three and a halves. All right. Well, let, grade me on a three and a half then if you can see a three and a half in some spots. I'm taking the three and a half, and I'm taking the Bengals for two units. They're playing very well. They're playing at home. They hate the Steelers. I would not be surprised if they win the game outright. And even if they lose, good chance uh, I still win because they lose by a field goal. Two units on the Bengals for me. Yeah, it's a pretty much a perfect spot for the Bengals to show up and play their arch rivals who have been in a must-win the last four weeks, and they've won them all. 
Uh, you can make the case that Pittsburgh had cupcake schedule city in that win streak. You know, they win, what, at Cleveland, where they basically are home, and they win at Indy with Scott Tolzien. But i got to say, the win against the Giants, impressive. And the win at Buffalo, they should have won that game by 30 points. They are peaking. Going to be a lot of Pittsburgh fans making the drive down to the Queen City. I don't know if my Bengals are going to have any kind of home field advantage. I'm going to play the over in this game, and here's why. No team has played in worse weather than Pittsburgh this year. They've had driving rainstorms, snowstorm in Buffalo last week, and I think it depressed, it's depressed all the numbers downward a little bit. With the Bengals out of the playoffs, there's not going to be that intensity, that playoff intensity that there normally is in this game with so many playmakers on Pittsburgh. And I think if I'm a ref, I'm calling a personal foul. If anyone breathes on anyone to keep this game under control, I think we get an extra couple drives with some extra 15-yard penalties to help the offenses, keep everyone healthy, over 44, two units. All right, finally, Steve, it's uh, Carolina Monday night at Washington. Redskins, six-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 51. Yeah, and this has been the Steamerama game of the week, open four-and-a-half, up to six-and-a-half. I think it says a lot about Carolina and Cam Newton and what are really their motivations for that offense to click. We know Washington's going to score. They always do. So Carolina's going to have to match them with points, and I just think that with a O-line – that Rivera has described as being catastrophic with Khalil, their starting center, their backup center's out. And I know it. They, they, uh, they've got two guys. Um, I'm sorry, they, they've got a replacement for O'Ware, and he's hurt also, and he may not play. And so with all those O-line problems, do you really want Cam running the ball and possibly getting hurt for next year? Of course not. Keep Cam in the pocket. Don't run the quarterback draws, the read options. But then the offense is going to struggle. So I'll lean Washington, um, but I – since the line got away, I can't put a bet down on them. Yep, I, I tend to agree. I think that the Redskins probably win. I think that I think the Redskins are the right play here, but I don't like laying. I don't like them enough to lay six and a half. I don't think that the Panthers want to get embarrassed on national TV again. So I am going to pass this game, and that'll do it for the week. 15 edition of the Even Money Podcast. A ton, I mean a ton, of best bets this week. Hopefully most of them cash in and you guys do as well. Use that BetDSI code TUCKER15. Of course, it's holiday season, 10 days till Christmas. Go ahead to our Amazon banner ad over at RossTucker.com and you can click on that. Takes you to a landing page. Bookmark that bad boy. For all of the gifts, everything you want to purchase online, that really helps. Just like your iTunes rankings, comments, all that stuff. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast. All available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. The college football playoff semifinals, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Washington are in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, Saturday, December 31st on ESPN.